everyone, and welcome to episode four of Go Fuck Yourself Radio, where all we do is suck dicks and talk about penis envy. Just some more regularly scheduled lesbian programming. Regularly scheduled. So, how's everyone doing? Is everyone, did everyone have a lovely Christmas? I'm currently sitting here in my ugly Christmas sweater, thinking of all of you, each and every one of you, because the most important part of this podcast is you and me, most, uh, mostly me. It's really, it's really, it's really all me. It's really mostly me on a scale of one to me. It's me. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's super, super cool. Uh, I had intentions of sitting here with my lovely lady, but she's ditched me. Yep. That's cool. That's cool. No, I'm not even I'm not even mad about it. I mean, I can totally float this whole fucking show on my own. And how? Right? Yeah. <clears throat> totally. So, my Christmas was exciting, invigorating. It was it was really actually it was pretty cool. I shouldn't I shouldn't talk shit. It was pretty cool. My kid is now like 20 months, so he was like really into Santa and we explained everything. And I I you know, there's a part of me you know, ever since I was a little kid, I, I knew all this Santa shit was bullshit when I was little. Actually, I think Christmas was ruined for me. I've told this show, told this show. I've told this story on, on another show, but I'll tell it again. Christmas was ruined for me when my mom threw out our Christmas tree. She says it's broken. At the time, she said, it's broken. I'm throwing it out. What I saw is the Grinch, you know, with her heart three sizes too small. And uh, she was pretty much, fuck this, and we never had Christmas after that. We never did, until my niece was born. So uh, it's kind of sucks. You go to school, everybody's talking about all the gifts they got, and even the little packy kids got Christmas. What the fuck? They weren't Christian. They, turbans, Christmas, dirty wop, no Christmas, no Easter. There was no Christ in Christmas because we didn't have Christmas. And my mom is like a Catholic, like a hardcore uh, Jesus-fearing Catholic. And we didn't have Christmas. So I hate Christmas. The long and the short of it is I hate Christmas. I don't like Christmas. I think it's all bullshit. I think we're fooling our children. But I am not in this family alone. And it's not about me. And uh, yeah, so I tried very hard to pretend to like Christmas for my kid little Malcolm, and he was into it. We've been talking to him about Santa. He knew all about Santa. Uh, I didn't get to take him to go sit on Santa's lap, which I'm kind of lamenting right now, but it's not a big deal. So Sarah took him to go see Santa, and they're in line, and they're third in line, and she's like, are you going to go see Santa? And he's like, yeah, Santa, Santa, Santa. And uh, then they're second in line. Hi, Santa, Santa. Santa, hi. And then it's their turn. This is, this is all secondhand from Sarah, but she did a really funny impression of it. So he's like, oh, Santa, cool, Santa. So he, uh, he struts right on over, walks right by Santa, waves at him, says hello, and tries to leave the line because he's saying hi to Santa. So Sarah's like, no, 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 no. You've got you to sit on Santa's lap. Another fucking stupid, weird tradition. You guys are all fucking weird. All weird. Every last fucking one of you. Weird. Here, go sit on this weird old man's lap. And I know I'm not saying anything new or clever or uh, anything like that, but fuck. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's weird. It's a little pedophile-y, pedophilia-y. 
Uh, dirty. It's it's just so dirty. Yeah, so that was that. And he got all kinds of fucking gifts. He got so many presents that he actually got bored of opening new presents. There was like five presents he didn't open because he was tired and he wanted to like hang out and play blocks. Yeah, so fucking prick. Uh, yeah. And other than that, what's new? We got him his very own big boy bed on a whim. Sarah went out with her brother and came back with a double bed on the floor. And that's what you're supposed to do apparently. Cause you know, they'll, they roll around cause they're used to like being in a crib and figure they'll roll into something eventually. And they just end up fucking rolling off the bed. So we're just going to keep a double bed on the floor. So it's kind of like you go in there and it's a little bit like, well, like a homeless shelter, you know, or like a drug den with, with needles. Yeah. If you're wondering, yeah. With needles, he's got to figure that shit out. You know, you're going to get poked. That's your own fucking fault. Why is there hypodermic needles all over the floor? Parenting. That's why. Assholes. Uh, yeah. So now what he's decided to do is, since he can get up and roam around, he, uh, <laughs> this morning at like 10 to 1, he woke up, opened his door, came into our room, and he's like, Mom, Mama, Mom, Mama, Mom, good morning. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes, because it's like midnight and you've only been sleeping for four hours. It's not, it's not quite morning yet, sweetheart. Baby face. So I take him to bed and I lay with him for a bit. And the, the name of the game is to get up when he gets up, uh, except for the fact that uh, I fall asleep and he likes to sleep with his head pressed against something like a pillow or a wall or something. So he chose my back, which is fucking awesome. Thanks, asshole. Don't call your kid an asshole in a podcast. Oh my God, I made this. <laughs> okay, he needs to go to the dentist, right? You're supposed to go to the dentist at least once before you turn two. So I, yet again, I have made this joke before and I'm just, I'm just, I feel like I'm just waiting for the right audience. I figure someone will get me eventually. But what ends up happening is, well, I'll tell you the story. I made an appointment at a children's dental center in Winnipeg. And we have a program here where you can go for free the first appointment is free, which I think is a great program, right? Except the problem being we have a lot of people in Northern communities that just don't own toothpaste or don't care to use it or whatever, not like on their kids. So they come down and this first visit free thing is just like a fucking schmozzle because like these kids are all fucking, they have no teeth. They're all rotten and shit like that. So there's a place called Children's Dental World. That's all they do. So I phone there. I go through the whole rigmarole. I make an appointment. And she's like, oh, just so that you know, we've opted out of the first free visit program. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, like your Children's Dental World. But then I talked to my sister and she said a lot of kids come in from like these weird communities and it ends up costing them a lot of money because they've got to, you know, do temporary things and stuff. So it costs more than it's worth. I think that's a bullshit fucking scam, assholes. Although if you're American and you're listening to this, you're probably wondering what free anything is. I don't really know anything about Obamacare. So yeah, I don't really care. I, I, I don't know. Whatever you people do. So I made an appointment at a different place and she called me today to confirm the, confirm the appointment, but my vacation got changed and all that shit. Cause my daycare lady's knocked up. So I had to change it to cover, hopefully cover her recovery. And, uh, they, they called to confirm and I had to change the date and they were, they asked me, um, no, actually I asked them, I'm like, you guys are used to kids freaking out and being weird, right? Like, he's going to cry. You guys are, you know how to handle that? And they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. You'll, he'll sit on your lap. And that usually calms them right down. And then they'll be more open to letting somebody look in their mouth. And I said, so no NyQuil then? Because I was totally going to NyQuil. And she's like, sorry? And I said, well, I was going to give him NyQuil. <laughs> so awkward. I should have just stopped. 
<laughs> I should have just stopped right there because there's there's certain situations where a sense of human humor like mine just doesn't fly, and that's like ninety seven percent of the time. But every once in a while, you hit one, and it feels real good. It feels a real good. Like for example, when we were shopping for microwaves for our house, I measured microwaves by how many babies you could fit in in the microwave. Also, not cool, inappropriate. You live and learn, I always say. I call these life lessons. You've got to learn somehow, right? But just that 3% that get me make it so worth it. That's why I keep fucking, I keep trying. So I made that joke to her and she kind of like didn't know what to do. And I wrote, I said, please, please, please don't call child and family services on me, please. I was totally just kidding. I don't even have, I don't even have any NyQuil. Never mind children's NyQuil because there, there isn't a, ch a children's NyQuil. Right. So I'm just fucking bombing everywhere here. I am totally bombing. But the reason I'm doing this is because I have two really good segments to get out. So I'm going to stop rambling right now. We're going to hear from Rose. Okay. Hang on. St stay with me here. There's more words for me to mispronounce and fumble over. So hang on. Who can turn the world on with a Hey everybody, this is Rose, and I'm really sorry that I missed last week's episode, but a couple of things happened. Um, first of all, I heard the sound of my own voice, and I am very, very sorry about that. Um, oh, you might also have just heard a bus pass my window. Hi, bus. Um, also, I had a colonoscopy, um, which for those of you that don't know what that is, basically you get a camera that goes up your poop chute, um, and they, you know, check out that's like a little amazing voyage, and you get to see everything up in your colon. In. Only the bummer is you don't get to have, well, I maybe you don't care about this. I really would have loved to have had a DVD so that way I could just play that over and over again on a loop. Um, especially, I don't know, especially at like mealtime or just a way to start the day. Here's my colon, hey world. Um, but you don't, I didn't get to have that. So anyway, um, what you, but the worst part is the prep. They give you this four, uh, four liters of water and this powder that you put into it, which doesn't sound like a big deal, bloating yourself up with four liters of water. Um, but the powder and the water combine to make this weird kind of slimy, uh, distasteful, viscous kind of liquid. Um, and, and the whole point of drinking it is to flush your, flush your colon out so you don't see any stool anymore in the toilet to the point where you're just peeing clear water, like constantly, like it's just like, you know, when you see a rocket in a cartoon and it's like, pachow, blast off, that's what, that's what the clear liquid out your ass feels like. It's like, pachow, I'm peeing out your ass. And it's, 
It's not good. And so also every time you drink it, you know that that's what, that's what you're doing to yourself. You're basically giving yourself the flu without the fever or the chills, but just, it's awful. So, um, so anyway, I went for 36 hours with no food and no sleep and, um, uh, no one was killed. So I think that's, that's the lesson with that. So, um, there you go. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And that's kind of what this segment is about. What do you hate most about the holiday season? Whatever your, whatever claim you stake or whatever holiday you put your flag down into, like, boom, I'm putting my flag in a menorah, Hanukkah, boom, my flag is the pole. It's Festivus. Boom, I just stabbed Santa. Merry Christmas. It's a candy cane. Whatever your holiday is, what do you hate most about it? Um, for me, um, I hate work-related Christmas things. Um, the big reason why I hate them is because they all kind of seem team-focused. And so if you're not really on board with it, you're, you know, kind of a Scrooge. Whereas really, I'm just uh, Rudolph rejecting their reindeer games. So... I'm, I'm Rose. I don't know. Whatever. So, um, hi. Um, so, so you have to be, it's just, it's all for one, one for all. And it's all shitty, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, so anyway, I first kind of learned about what a huge deal Christmas is in my office, which is, you know, offices are offices. Only mine's not a cubicle. I actually have an office with a door and a window on the 16th floor, which sounds fancy-pantsy, but my position is really petty. Um, and when I when I first interviewed for it, um, the my my closest the person who I'd be working closest with was also in on the interview process and um for the sake of everything I'm going to call her Bambi um and it's not because I think that she's dear it's because I think at some point she's going to witness seeing her mother getting shot only it probably won't happen in the woods it'll probably happen at Bambi's house because one of the first things I learned about Bambi my first week there was that she was well armed and lived in fear um she's got a gun in her nightstand everybody just know that if you want to, if you break into her house there, uh, she does have a gun in a nightstand. Uh, and I'm pretty sure she carries one in her purse because I'm pretty sure in the capital of the Confederacy, that's like a totally legal thing to do. I don't know. It creeps me out. So, um, so yeah, you know, her mom will probably surprise visit her and blammo there. Hey, Bambi. Um, she's, she's blonde uh, in her mid-40s and that desperately clinging to the beauty of her 20s kind of way. Um, she's got a really grating southern accent in that whole when I say, bless your heart, I mean, fuck you. Um, only it's worse than that. Uh, that was a bad attempt. I'm sorry. I'm not, I have no southern accent. Can't do them. Um and she's just like, you know, fake, smiley, cheery all the time. But then behind closed doors, she says these awful, bigoted things about anybody that isn't a pure Aryan and Southern. So, uh, you know, tea party, whatever. Um, so the other thing I learned about her my first week there is just how much she loves Christmas. She fucking loves it. it oh, Christmas! She loves it. So, um, and then every month since working there, somehow Christmas would be brought up in terms of like how, what a big deal it was there. And then mid-November, she went in the copy room, uh, which is 
you know, yeah, it's got that fluorescent lighting and it bounces like this creepy glow off your pasty, I've been indoors a lot, accounts payable skin. Um, so she's giving me a tour of the room to show me the cardboard boxes that have, these are the wreaths, these are the lights. Oh my God, where's the box with the carousel? And so for like a whole day, there was drama about where's the box of the carousel? And then unfortunately they found the carousel because when we got back after Thanksgiving, it was plugged in on top of the microwave right outside my office door and it plays a loop of well it's like an Xmas mashup of multiple Christmas songs that just plays over and over and over again and I don't care how much I love a Christmas song you know like Here Comes Santa's Pussy by the Frogs I would still I love that song but I would not want to hear it over and over and over and over again but of course you can't say please turn that off before I kill again because then you're that asshole that hates Christmas. So the only thing that one can really do is just turn your iPhone music up really loud and let the world hear the butthole surfers. So we no longer have to hear the carousel outside my door. I did suggest that they put it in another room that everybody goes in and out of over and over again, but that would have been by somebody else's office door and they didn't want that either. So there's, I killed Christmas at work. Um, I, uh, so there you go. Um, oh, and I, I managed to get out of the whole Secret Santa thing. Um, it's, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm not even going to go into that. So I'm not going to, I don't do the Secret Santa thing. I do, uh, next week, every week, there's a breakfast that each department does. And, uh, cause I don't want to carry food on the bus and make everybody smell whatever I bring. Um, yeah, um, I'm getting plates and utensils. So hooray, hooray for domestic me. Somebody else I saw on the list is bringing little wieners. So there you go. Nothing says happy birthday, baby Jesus, like little wieners. Um, I should say that's the other thing about Christmas. I'm I'm not even an atheist. I'm an apatheist. I don't care if there's a God or not because it makes no difference in my day-to-day life. Um, so, you know, that's just another thing. I just keep very quiet in my pocket. So next week is going to be, uh, Christmas meals every day. And I did have to get a present for Bambi because she is a princess and you have to do what a gun-toting princess wants. So I got her this horrible hot pink Santa hat with uh, hot pink sequins all over it that I found at home uh, at Lowe's last night when we went to get our Christmas tree. So um, so she's going to be really loud and running up and down the hallway just showing it to everybody about how awesome it is and it's going to annoy the fuck out of everybody and and that's that's really my my christmas gift to everyone at at work it's not just for bammy it's for everyone there to enjoy so um so everybody say what you hate most about christmas and uh just so i don't end on a total bummer note what i do love about christmas is seeing the morning christmas lights um as i ride the bus to work every morning and the sun is coming up so it's not completely dark and it's just there's just something cozier and more heartwarming about seeing the the glow of the Christmas lights in the morning um, instead of at night. I don't know. It's just, there's just something really sweet about that. So have a great week, everybody. And um, 
you know, fuck the man, uh, smash the patriarchy, Merry Christmas, or fuck, it's not even Merry Christmas yet. Happy winter solstice, seriously. Like, the cool thing about winter solstice is you're like, oh my god, it's gonna be dark for so long, and then it's like, no, look, it's sunlight, hooray, winter solstice, and really, like, is there anything nicer than, hooray, there's another day, that's kind of okay. All right, bye. Nice work, Rose. Jesus Christ. You should have your own podcast, except I need you on this podcast. So you can't have your own podcast. Podcast. That was great. That was awesome. Very funny. Very entertaining. Uh, Bambi Bambi sounds a lot like everyone I've ever met that I've strongly disliked. Just, uh, just a little little too much of Bambi. Too, too much Bambi. Oh, that's my phone. Pardon me. That's Sugar. I'm just trying to get her on to come on the show. I hate sitting here by myself and it sucks. And Sarah's like super tired and I'm super tired and just lame sauce. But whatever. We make do. You know, you got to do what you got to do, which is, you know, what I'm doing. I'm doing what I've got to do. You got to live to love and love to live. Okay. What I hate about Christmas is fucking assholes and their fucking parcels and their fucking Christmas cards. Work just gets insane. It gets just so shitty. So, so shitty. But you know what? I powered through. I got her done. Everybody got everything that they needed. And uh, you should tip your mailman. Because pretty soon we will not be coming to your door with any mail. <laughs> and I'll be lucky to have a fucking job. So, you know, maybe maybe this year and next year you could tip your mailman. Because after that, uh, yeah. We will be having these big, huge super boxes and you'll have to walk, I don't know, 200, depending on where you live and where that big, huge box is, you're going to have to walk. And I am perfectly fine with that. I will walk through broken glass and then hot coals and then over, over a field of tiny little baby foreskins that have been cut off to keep my pension and to keep my job. I don't, and my wage, I like I'll do whatever it takes. And to be fucking totally honest with you, uh, within the last three weeks, I've been bit by a dog. I have fallen really hard down somebody's steps on fucking nothing. And thank God I hit my big fat ass and not not my back or my empty head. Because fuck, did that hurt? Holy shit, I couldn't... Yikes. So on that day... And you know what? The, I thought the classiest thing about the whole thing was that no one told us. I had to hear it from a customer telling me that they were abolishing door-to-door delivery because in Canada, most places you get your mail on your house, on a mailbox on your house. So it's not like it is in the States where you drive along and you shove mail at like you, you're most of the mailboxes in the States that I've seen on, you know, fucking TV shows and shit. Your mailbox is like on the edge of, on the end of the street and people just lean out the window and throw mail into these big mailboxes. But here, you have to walk up to each person's house, the majority of the places anyway, or maybe half. I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm not a doctor. And dunk it into the mailbox on their house. So you get home and you come out or you go in and you grab your mail and you go inside. And it's, that's not going to be the case anymore. Whatever. I just, I, that, like, that, and I got fucking frostbite too, which was awesome. When you can't feel your thumb and then it starts peeling and you're like just trying to rip off dead pieces of skin and spit them out. It's just so fucking hot. So fucking hot, which is why you're all here, right? Because I'm so fucking hot. No, I'm not, I'm not really. Uh, okay, what was my fucking point? I've got like fucking 10 balls in the air here. Anyway, to wrap that up, when I fell down the stairs and I got bit by the dog, I was like, fuck this shit in the ass. I can't wait 
till they have fucking super boxes so I can fucking not fucking fall anywhere. I'll just get really, really fat again, which is pretty sweet. <sighs> okay. You know who's on vacation right now? Somewhere warm? Do you have any guesses? When you're in the dark and you want to see, you need a... Electricity, electricity. Flip that switch and what do you get? You get a... Electricity, electricity. Every room can now be lit with just a... Hey, Sandra, it's Electric Gary, and Mrs. Electric and I are on vacation in Southern California. The OC, to be exact, we are staying in a place called Dana Point, which is pretty much halfway between San Diego and L.A. Uh, having a fine time. Just came down to get warm. Um, didn't have the foresight to uh, get in touch with Dr. Mike or Jolene, but we are having a great time. Um, we went, what did we do? We went to Balboa Park on some day that was previous to this. I'm a little hammered, so hang with me. Uh, last night we went to a filming of the TV show The Millers, and uh, that was an experience. It was pretty fun. Got to kind of be in the same room as some famous people, Bo Bridges and uh, Will Arnett and that little uh, cow-eyed chick from Glee and James Burroughs, who actually was a director on uh, Cheers years and years ago, so he's been around for a million years, and they even had a uh, guest cameo from the new Superman, handsome dude, and uh, so that was kind of fun and exciting, something different to do, and we've been kind of hanging out here in this little little 450-square-foot house that we rented. Uh, it's, it's amazing. You look on Zillow, which is like the real estate website that'll tell you how much your house is worth, and this place is worth over a half a million, half a million dollars. You have five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. This house is four hundred and forty-eight square feet. <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, God damn. What else? Um, I was thinking about what you talked about about being working in that uh, sorting plant and being and the the one halfway good-looking chick being uh, like eye food for everybody. And I've noticed the same exact thing. I've been on job sites when. I haven't seen a beautiful naked woman in like three hours since the morning. And by like 11 o'clock, it feels like I've been in prison for 15 years and you're looking around at anything that resembles a woman and, and thinking uh, food. So that's kind of an interesting uh, thing to notice. Oh, and uh, also you, you brought up shit stories the other day. And although I don't have any shit stories uh, other than the one about shitting in the jug in the back of my van from RTS, I do start to think that I may have been born with a dog whistle in my ass because I can't seem to fart quietly to myself without it sending out a sonic tone that brings any person near me, usually an attractive woman. You think you're going to touch one off quietly and just kind of let it go and, oh, no, hell no, it's going to send out a tone. And next thing you know, next person to walk right into the cloud, hot chick, it's, it's completely unfair. But uh, anyway, we're hanging out here in Southern California until Christmas Day, and unless something really catastrophic happens, then uh, we should have a pretty smooth return flight, hopefully. I'm not sure exactly when you're recording these days, so hopefully I caught you before episode three, four, four. Four, that's the one. And uh, I look forward to hearing it. So that's Electric Gary. <laughs> I like the fart dog whistle thing. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, good 
times, good times, good times. Okay, I unfortunately have to wrap this, or fortunately, <laughs> depending, I have to wrap this up. I have a scheme going where I have very little, sorry, that was my vibrator. It was not, it was not my phone. That was my vibrator. Sarah wants to know what I'm making for supper and I am making a podcast for supper so she can eat that. Uh, okay, I gotta go. So I've got a scam going where I only pay 40 bucks a month for this whole podcasting thing. Like if you put in, put out less, like, a, I don't know, hundred megabytes a month, uh, it's 40 bucks. And I'm going to really try to stick to that because 40 bucks a year. Did I say a year? Fuck. Anyway, 40 bucks a year for hundred megabytes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Great hobby. Two, three, four bucks a month. Sexy time. I think I've said sexy time. It's like my new thing to say. I go through phases with stupid words and phrases. So that's my new thing. I'm going to say that on every single show until I forget to say it. And then I probably will never, ever say it again for the rest of my life. But uh, that from a woman who demanded a muffin basket every day of my life for, I think, three weeks, every fucking day, I said, where's my muffin basket? Ah, douche. Okay, that's it. I I have a story about getting rear-ended. And then I have another, anyway, I did, I got into another accident today, but I got really lucky because the guy was super nice about it because it was his work truck and he had hoped I'd written it off, but I just, I just smashed his fucking side view mirror. (laughs) Ah, Christ, I wish I had more time. Okay. I'm going to try and record another one and put it up right at the beginning of January because that's when the hundred megabytes flips over. I might have to trim this down because it looks long and I don't think it's going to make it, but I'll just keep talking. Okay, thanks to all my segment submitters. You can hit us up on iTunes, please. Please leave an iTunes review. You can do it. It's like three minutes. Shit, leave a review. Hopefully five stars. Maybe maybe one. Maybe one star. I think we deserve five. Just bullshit, whatever. They're not all going to be great. Uh, And whatever. Find me on Twitter or don't. I don't give a fuck. Find me on Facebook or don't. Don't fucking care. Just leave the iTunes reviews and uh, you can email me. Email me at changeofaddress69 at gmail.com. Happy New Year. I hope you had a great Christmas. And if you're not Christian or Catholic, I hope you had a great Festivus. Whatever. Listen to Rose's segment. She covered everything. Okay, have a good one.